What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Dental Student Vibes. Today, 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 we're going to be answering some questions from some of our listeners. First question is from Muhammad. He reached out to us on Instagram, just like you, our listeners. You can reach out to us, ask us questions, you know, talk about whatever you want to talk about. Hey, Dental Student Vibes. Hope all is well with you guys. I've completed my first semester of college and I'm starting my second semester this week. I took your advice seriously, Seth, about getting good grades and, I, and grinding. I got three A's, including one in bio class and one B in math. I hope to transfer to the university, I won't name the university, next semester for fall and really apply myself and get involved in their dental society. But one thing that I'm a little concerned about is the time frame in which I'm taking my science classes. I know that I should be taking more than one science class a semester to graduate in four years, but this semester I'm only taking Bio 2, Pre-Calc, U.S. History, and Philosophy. This is going to be my last semester at community college before I transfer to the university and take more science classes. I feel like I'm behind and won't get into dental school because of what I'm doing. Do y'all have any suggestions on what I should do? All right, pal. So... I would say not to worry right now about getting in or whatever because you're so young. I just I commend you on starting so early and worrying about this now. But the, you have to get through your electives and you still need to meet the requirements in order to graduate from whatever respective community college university you're in. So I really wouldn't stress about that because you just need to get through those courses. I had to take U.S. history. I'm sure the guys here took the same courses as I did. You know, I ended up taking a ballroom dance course just for fun. You know, for fun. For fun. It was for fun. For fun. Yeah, for what? fun. Was it fun? It was tons of fun. It was my favorite <laughs> class I took. I tried taking salsa after, like the semester after, but the professor left to enrich his dance capabilities around the world. So that's a different story for a different day. I would just say, though, long story short, don't worry about that. Just focus on the classes you're taking and then do well in them. And realistically, you know, take try to take one or two science courses per semester because all you have to do is just hit the uh you know the prerequisites so i think there's two sides to most things two sides to every two sides so in this situation i agree with matt on the one side i think that you just gotta get your prereqs done um it depends on when you want to apply by but most schools just require, you know, um, bio, gen chem, orgo, math, English, stuff like that. So as long as you get those out of the way first and foremost, you should be okay. Um, on the other side of the coin, I do believe that you should be taking at the minimum two science courses per semester and if not more. Um, I front-loaded college where I tried to take as many science classes as possible and I left my um, other classes that I had to take, such as the Englishes and the histories towards junior and senior year, because it was easier and because that way I could get them all out of the way. I do believe that you should take these classes because, one, you'll need the knowledge for dental school, and because the volume in dental school is so, so much more compared to undergrad, I think that you should start taking more classes now so that when you um, go into dental school, you are not culture shocked by the amount of work that you have. Culture shock. That's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, totally. You know, one of the also important things is to have an upwards trend on your grades as you complete each semester. So, you know, it's definitely a good idea. Front loading if you can handle it. But, you know, make sure that you're getting those A's at the end of uh, your degree because, you know, you want to have that upwards trend. And it shows that, like, okay, now I'm getting used to the, the workload and, you know, I'm really – I'm focused now. I want to get into dental school. I'm going to put in the time and effort 
and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get into dental school. So, yeah, definitely stay motivated. Now, there's definitely no right and wrong way to do things, but, I mean, I can just give you, you know, my experience of what I did and it worked for me. I didn't front load or back load or anything of that nature. What I did was I just took like one or two science courses per semester and I just sustained that throughout school, but I was extremely involved extracurricularly. So I understand you need to do very well academically, but don't get so caught up academically to where you don't, you know, excel extracurricularly, clubs, whatever, okay, stuff like that. Okay, but at the same time, you got to academics first when when they're weeding people out it's academics that's it well yeah i mean you want to do well and everything but the, you also don't want to be an academic where all you did was yeah. you have a 4.0 well, gpa because i mean when you think about it if you're gonna have a 4.0 gpa and all you did was sit in your room and study i mean sure yeah you have a 4.0 gpa which is very commendable but you also need to be the full package because as a dentist you're gonna have to interact with patients you're gonna have to you know team build and everything that's something you you could look at doing that's what i did in dental like in undergrad to get into dental school and it worked for me. Okay, but the thing is, he already said in his question that he's gonna get into the pre-dental, uh, get involved with the pre-dental society. So there you go. So definitely get involved with that, take some sort of leadership position, um, but like, yeah, do some more things, like be very diversified, but obviously like dental specific looks the best, you know? And the, I'd say probably the most important thing about doing the pre-dental society is the connections and like you get to talk to people who are on the same track and who have the same mindset and you know not everybody in the pre-dental society has got the same mindset and obviously you are a driven individual because you're you're already like first of all you're, you're asking us questions you know and that's such an important thing to do you reach out to people who have like done things that you want to do that's a fantastic way of becoming successful keep doing what you're doing all right so next question here all right, so the next question is, uh, what kind of degree do you guys suggest I go for? I've heard that any degree will do, but when I do research about admissions and what kind of degree uh, most people who are in dental school have, it's usually bio-related. Do you all suggest I go for something maybe more specific like immunology and microbiology? So I guys, mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely a good idea to do the bio courses. However, however, we have multiple people in our class that were not bio majors, we're not science majors. We have, is it one or is it two CPAs in two our CPAs. class? C CPAs in our class, like, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's awesome. One of my uh, buddies in, he went, who met, went to med school, he was a history major and he just went back and he did um, uh, the science classes. But you know what, since it seems like you're interested in this subject, it just makes sense for you to do biology or micro or whatever. You know, it doesn't have to be biology exactly, but if you're on like, what was it? It was micro, like a microbiology track, obviously you're going to be doing the same sort of courses. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, you got to knock out your prereqs. Um, I'm going to take a different avenue and I'm going to say plan for the worst. So let's say, for instance, uh, you don't get it. You have a mental lapse and you start doing poorly in school, whatever it may be, you don't get in. What are you going to fall back on? Because when I was looking, I got a biology degree just be, or biomed degree just because I was like, oh, yeah, you need biomed to get into dental school, which I, it was wrong and I wasn't as educated at the time. But looking back on it now, what would I have done with a biomed degree? I don't like research. I don't like, you know, benchtop work. You know, the most exciting thing would be like working at a brewery, testing their you know, beer for microbes. That's the only thing I would see myself doing. That doesn't sound like, you know, a stable career 
um, you know, that would like satisfy myself. You know, I would want more out of my career, more fulfillment. You know, so I, I saw that and I was very worried if I didn't get into dental school, I had all my eggs in one basket with that degree. Then I look at, let's say my brother, he's in finance. He could do a lot with that degree. He's, he took a CFA or whatever, he does very well for himself. So if he does that, he'll always have a job and something to fall back on that's stable, whether he took his prereqs and went to dental school or not, his major in undergrad would afford him a decent paying career. So that's another thing to think of. You could also major something like that. I'm not saying do business, but find something lucrative, maybe engineering, maybe, I don't know, you could, you could take whatever you want that could lead you to a different career path if dentistry doesn't ultimately work out. However, I would like to from my perspective. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I just want to put a butt in there. Yeah. <laughs> a hairy butt. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, so this is coming from someone with a cell and molecular bio degree. So I see both of your arguments here. What or, was that? A, a salmonella bio degree? No, cell and molecular. Cell and molecular. Okay. Salmonella. That sounds salmonella. That sounds so hard. Um, so yeah, so this is coming from someone with a biology degree. Um I think when you choose to do a science degree, I'm not going to tell you biochem, physics, whatever you want to do. I think when you choose to do a science degree, you have to take more science classes. So because of that, you're going to be taking more advanced science classes, such as biochemistry, such as microbiology, such as anatomy. And how important are those classes in our yeah, curriculum, guys? Because honestly, like everything is just building on top of each other, and I'm. It's got to be tough for the people who are like trying to get ahead right now in our class who did not take a biology degree and didn't have this background, just the foundation, just laying more on top of it, brick by brick, you know, that's what it is. Yes. And, um, so I think anyone who chooses to do a science degree is at a benefit in that situation. Now, I don't believe that schools look at it that way in the sense of, Oh, if you're a philosophy major or if you're a business major, like you're less of a, an applicant because the things that matter more are your DAT and your interview most importantly, as opposed to just major. But I think people who like are CPAs in our class and people mm -hmm. who are non-science majors, if you're motivated enough to do it and you want to, you know, take other classes in undergraduate because you're interested in other things. And like Matt said, you might want to have a fallback option. I don't think you're any less of an applicant. I just think that if you do get in, you're you're kind of starting a little um, behind with your preparation. Now, if you're motivated to keep studying and take on stuff that um, is science-related and you're not a science major, that's great. And then that's maybe how you can counteract it. But I think anyone with a science degree coming out of college will have a better chance of succeeding in dental school. So yeah, it's not the end all be all. If you're a good person, if you're smart, if you want to help others, and if you're dedicated to getting into dental school and passing and succeeding and becoming a dentist, then you're going to be a good applicant no matter what. And any school will realize that. Now, let's say, for instance, um, you do want to major in the sciences. You could do that. But another thing that looks good is maybe do a minor. You know, you could do a minor in something else. Maybe diversify yourself. Because I mean... Business is a big part of dentistry as well because if you own Absolutely. your own practice, you know. So maybe if you did a business minor, it'll give you an edge and you'll understand basic business principles towards owning your own practice or whatever someday. That can also be very helpful. You know, you don't right. you don't have to, you know, become a super duper like CPA, CFA, whatever it may be. You could go, you know, get a minor and then you'll have a huge advantage when you're ultimately going to own a practice someday. Okay, but let's let's not forget Need to have a high science GPA, 
right? Yeah, yeah, you do. That that's really one of the biggest things because when they ask you, they say what's your GPA, and then they say what's your science GPA. Okay, and then the other thing that I think is really important is in the interview, they might ask you why do you have a finance degree. Like, why, why did you choose that? Why didn't you choose? Didn't, you didn't always want to become a dentist? So you better have a good answer. And you could just answer that by saying you want to be more well-rounded and diversified so that can get you around that curveball. But he does have a point where it doesn't necessarily look that you're as committed to it. Yeah. But you could be more, like I said, you can be more of a well-rounded individual and that can be a perfect counter-argument to that question. I mean, we can't, you know, you can't say like, you know, mainly science majors get in and everything. We have exactly. one guy, he was a Chinese English language teacher, you know, right. in China. Beijing or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, you get all walks of life coming through dental schools. You know, you could, you meet a whole host of different people. But one thing though is that is like seriously like beneficial though is let's say that you do get you know a different degree or whatever i'll tell you a story so i dated this girl in high school her cousin went to harvard dental school and she majored in chinese language and then she just took the prereqs and she said it was very easy she got a 4.0 science gpa because i mean chinese language she said wasn't the hardest major so she focused all her time and effort and energy on those science courses blew those out of the water 4.0 gpa a's in all of them and then she was an extremely you know competitive applicant because and you know clearly shows she got into harvard dental school so there's also that you know very bizarre way of looking at it as well that yeah, could, that could yeah. be an avenue and yeah. but but the, the big thing here is don't think that you have to copy everyone else you could do whatever you want to get in there's no mold you just do it and then it, it a lot of times I like, get it'll work for you if it's different or whatever. Other times it might not. You just have to pick and choose what you want to do. You know, it's very, it's a creative process, you know. Yeah, it is a creative process. And I mean, what would you say is the percentage of students in our class that do not have a science degree? Oh, it's probably like, I'm not even maybe a quarter. Sure. Probably. I mean, but when you look at the people that don't have science degrees and I look at them and I'm like, wow, they're extremely well-rounded, diverse, you know, worldly people. Two CPAs. One guy was in China. He's he, You sit down and have a conversation with them, an hour could pass, and you just you don't even know where the time went. You're, it's just so fascinating to speak to these types of people, you know. I think to wrap it up, you just it's case-specific. It's about who you are as a person. If you're motivated to do it, no matter what your major is, you'll, you'll find a way. Yeah. All righty. Next question. All right, so this next question is from Alina, and she's asking that she's a pre-dental student and needs some advice about interviews. So she had five interviews pre-December and got waitlisted at all five of those schools. And a little backstory about her is she's an undergrad GPA of 3.8 and a DAT score of 20. So she's wondering if she has any, if we have any idea of what she should be doing differently. What would we recommend if she should take the DAT again or apply for a master's program? So, Alina, thanks for asking. Alina, thanks for asking. Um, she messaged us on Instagram, so you can message us as well, or you can email us, dentalstudentvibes at gmail.com, whatever you want to do. So, Matt, what do you think uh, will be the best direction for Alina to go in? So, before I, you know, make any, like, judgment calls, like, what I think somebody should do, I would want to see their full you know, CV. I would like to see what extracurriculars she has. Like, Matt, you're going to be a admissions uh, director one day. I probably, you know, I might be the dean. You might be the dean. <laughs> I might be the dean. So, I mean, I would like to see what she's done 
extracurricularly, what club she's a part of, what club she's like been an officer in, any executive positions, any volunteer research, all that stuff. That's very important to see because that's what makes you a, a full person. You know, that adds, you know, personality to your application and separates yeah. you from the next person. So I would want more information, but if I just had to give, you know, like info, I would just say like, make sure you have lots of shadowing hours if you didn't have a lot of that. I know you have a 3.8 GPA, so right, let's back it up. Seem good. Alina, good job. She got a 3.8 GPA. You know, that's definitely not easy to do. I know a lot of people don't come into dental school with a 3.8. I definitely didn't have a 3.8. And she got an academic average on her DAT of 20. So well done. Uh, you probably have it covered just about in the academic department. Absolutely. You know, Anthony? Yeah, totally. That's uh, five interviews. I mean, that's more than I had. So yeah, yeah. I would see how those go. And um, from there, I would just play it step by step. If the interviews don't go as planned, yeah, definitely take the DAT again and work on your extracurriculars because you got all the academic stuff yeah. down. So if she does, so she didn't mention anything about extracurriculars. Let's assume, you know, maybe she does have all of her extracurriculars. Now let's think about waitlisted at five schools. So what could that mean? I think like either A... She has something off about her application. So first of all, like maybe, I don't know, did she get an F in one of her classes? You know, that's not the end all be all if you get an F and then you take it again and you get an A or something like that, you know? But um, I think a great thing for her to do would be to reach out to the schools that she got waitlisted at and say, hey, is there a specific reason why I got waitlisted? Um, again, Perhaps since she had interviews at five schools, maybe she didn't interview that well, you know, it's a very big possibility. And the only way to know if you interviewed well or not is either a ask the school, like, what's the reason waitlisted or b like interview, do like one of those mock interviews at like a pre-dental society or at like your career center or whatever at your university and ask them, hey, like, how am I doing or you know, do it with one of your friends and they can and, and go yeah. through your answers. And Alina, please uh, follow up with us on this because we would like to know how you think your interview went. And um, we would also like to know if you do wind up going into a school for the next um, academic cycle. And we're here to help. And uh, we do appreciate you reaching out to us. Yeah, absolutely. And her the second part of her question was, would you recommend I retake my DAT or apply for a master's program? So I do not think that you need to do a master's program because usually that is to supplement your GPA, right? Um, retake your DAT, uh, you could. Like, let's say you retake it and you get a 23, then you should be golden. You know, mm -hmm. something like that, yeah, 23, 24. Huge. I mean, you can do it with your, with your GPA and you already got a 20. You know, I'm, I'm sure that you can do it. Um, what do you guys think? Should she retake her DAT? I wouldn't retake it until at least you hear back from the other five schools. I wouldn't waste your time like that because if you get in and you're studying for this test, you're kind of just burning your own energy, you know? Waste some money to... That know, also, yeah. yeah. Just, just um, like spend for the test. If, you, if you're having a free year next year, I wouldn't sit around and do nothing. Um, I mean, you could work, but I think, you know, you should probably try to do something science-related, whether it's working in a dental field mm -hmm. or... You know, if you choose to do a master's just because you feel like you need to mentally, that's fine. But I agree with Seth. I think you're a very well-rounded applicant. I don't think a master's is going to make you stand out any more than the other uh, things you got going on already. Right. So the only other things, if she had the gap year, um, retake the DAT. 
Because that potentially that, think about it, you spend thirty grand on a master's degree, or you spend what is, I can't it's remember. Like five hundred, like right? five hundred bucks really, on yeah. a, on another DAT, and I mean, you could say they are kind of weighted equally. GPA a little more than DAT, but DAT is still a huge. Well, deal. it goes by school by school basis. Yeah, yeah you know, exactly. You know what admissions are looking for, right? But I would say also the, just the consistency. Out, like I mean, right. your academics are good. Just keep the con- if you're going to take a gap year, just maintain a consistency of. Whatever you choose to do, don't just sit around and be like, "What'd you do for the last year?" Well, I don't know. You know, that's that doesn't sound good yeah. in an interview. Yeah. So, uh, so three action steps to take right now, Alina. A or one, <laughs> um, contact the schools and figure out why you're waitlisted. If you're waitlisted at five schools, there's got to be some specific reason. Um, next step. Um, decide: Are you going to retake the DAT? Actually, let me let me skip that. Um, next step for sure is send a letter of intent to all the schools and say, Hey, my name's Alina. I'm crushing it. And I really want to go to your school specifically. And this is why, like just a one page, send it into admissions and say, Hey, can you please update my application? Here's a letter of intent, that sort of thing. And then the last, the third step would be our third action step. Um, figure out, are you going to do the DAT or do the master's degree? But I would base that decision based yeah. off what the schools have to Absolutely. say. Absolutely. Off of what the schools That's say. a nice little asterisk out of there. So good luck, Alina. Thanks for reaching out. All right. So last question. Actually, this is a comment. Uh, I just started a pre-dental YouTube channel. I'm applying this summer. And is your podcast on Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> and this is from Ukulele on Instagram. The answer is yes. The answer is yes on Spotify on Apple Podcasts, and he also says, I will be doing vlogs and tips for students applying right now, but I'd love to maybe get some advice and Q&A for some current dental students. So hit our man up. Yeah, <laughs> hit our man up, ukulele. And he said he just shared our podcast to a bunch of pre-dental students. All right. Thank ukulele, you. Thank you. Thank you, ukulele. Uh, keep grinding and keep playing the ukulele. I hope that YouTube thing works out for you. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, again, thanks for listening. Be sure to reach out to us on Instagram so we can answer some more of your questions. Check us out on Twitter at DSV Podcast. Check us out on Facebook, Dental Student Vibes. And also check out our GoFundMe. Take care, guys. And until next time, keep vibing.